Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Verbally Effective, Episode 5. I got my good friend in here with me today, Miss Tiffany Blackman. How are you, Tiffany? Hey, Ina. A.K.A. Talking Tiffany. What's going on, lady? Everything is going on. I got a lot to say. Okay, Tiffany, we're going to start like this. Just tell everyone how we first met. I first met Ina working for Commons. Yeah. And I think I was introduced to her by a man named Tom Mason. Hey, Tom. And Tom was this funny older guy that used mm-hmm. to check. And so he we would check everybody. each other. <laughs> and when he met me, we went to lunch a few times. He was like, I got the perfect person you get along with. And he right. introduced me to Ina. And you know what, Tiffany, because you sure <laughs> were kind of like slow to uh, meet new women at work. You know how that is working in corporate and you meet a new person and you know, you like, I don't know, because you show had that look uh, on your face when we met. Hating on me because my bow hips, my butt like, so I was just like, you know what, I ain't going to say But nothing. we clicked. We clicked right away. Remember you invited me to lunch? Right. And you was and like, was and like, who's going to lunch? I was like, you'll meet the new ladies. And you're like, I don't know. And you remember Tarek was like, who is that? Y'all both were like, who is that? Like, I don't want her to be my new lunch friend. I don't and all of you us know how women clicked. do. We all clicked. And inseparable. We were inseparable since then. So, Tiffany, I know that you kind of wanted to touch on the recent controversy with the Yo Gotti billboard coming down, which, let me explain before we go into that topic, the reason why the Yo Gotti billboard was taken down. It was just really not even a big deal. It was in the wrong location. But everybody ran with the story when they saw that billboard go down. I actually called my friend Pepper to see what was going on the day it happened. And he was like, Esco, it's not even a big deal. They had it in the wrong location and they're just moving it to the right location. I also noticed comments online from, let's just say, a parent on their way um, to the school where the billboard was located and felt some type of way because Yo Gotti is pictured as a representative of the Shelby County school system in a derogatory manner. It started a lot of dialogue when really no one from Shelby County School took it down because of anything anybody said. It was simply in the wrong location, location. but it started all of this talk. So how do you feel about the situation, Tiffany? I think we are so quick as African-Americans in Memphis to say we don't have a platform, we're not giving a voice, um, our children need images of us. And when we get that image of us, regardless of what his job or occupation is, we picked it apart. We had a problem with it. Why? Why not him? He graduated from Memphis City Schools, Shelby County Schools. Mm-hmm. He made it out of the hood. Very successful businessman. He's He's giving opportunity to other black males. They could be doing something else, but... A lot of people don't see that and they don't know that. And they had a problem with, well, why are we trying to tell our kids to become or expire to be rappers? They missed the whole point and they drew their own conclusion mm-hmm. versus saying, hey, he reaching out to the kids. And, and, and believe it or not, our children look up to these artists, whether yes, we like it or not. Definitely. You think they want to see D-Army Bailey? I got much They're respect like, for him. They're like, who is that? They're like, who is that? Correct. But if we can reach them with someone that they admire, why not? I mean, we just tore this man apart. He has done what so many. What were they saying, Tiffany? What, did, what were some of the things um, you saw on social drug media? Dealer. He rapping about cocaine. Some of y'all do cocaine. Okay. While you dropping your kids off, you know, you're high. 
you're smoking weed, you're doing everything else. So who are we to judge him? You know, if he mm-hmm. made it out the hood and he's overcome um, selling drugs or whatever he had to do to make it. There are a lot of stars who strip before they become supermodels. Everybody has a story. Everybody got a past. But I feel like the people in Memphis, we are our own problem. They gave us a platform. We tore it apart. Why? Because we don't agree with him, uh, what he's rapping about. We don't agree with how he came to fame. I mean, who cares? And Some they don't even know the whole from story. Giving away. <laughs> Look, they were stealing when they was in high school, working at a fast food restaurant, giving yep. their friends free meals. Some of them stealing that Nike. So why judge this man? <laughs> That's the truth. Some of them stealing that Nike. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all allowing your taxes, sell your kids for your tax. Who are you to judge Who claiming this man? them this year? Who claiming them this year? Thank you. <laughs> so how y'all talk about this man? So you're you know, talking about mainly Facebook. Facebook. Instagram. Yeah, they were on Instagram tough with the uh, photoshopped billboards of themselves. Okay. okay. Cause some of y'all didn't graduate because y'all ain't passed TCAP. Guess what? He passed TCAP. I know a bunch of adults that went to school with me didn't pass that TCAP. Still ain't passed it. But you know what, Tiffany? Um, speaking of this whole controversy with the billboard, did you see? And it, and it was so perfect timing when the Grammys came on because... They had a Rock Nation brunch with Jay-Z and Beyonce. And Yo Gotti was right there amongst all of these celebrities. Not even bothered or worried about what people were talking about in Memphis. Right. In other cities, they have um, artists, they support them, and we don't. I don't understand it. But they taking his free turkeys. They taking his bikes. Oh, when it's time for the giveaways. When it's time for the giveaway, when Zach Randolph... Paying light bills, they they wrapped around the corner. But you know they 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 are so quick to tear them down instead mm-hmm. of showing them love, and that's kind of the problem I had with it. Mm-hmm. If he is or has done these things, we should learn how to take what's good about our own because we Definitely. already have all these racists tearing us down. We got Ooh. enough to deal with with the police, Donald Trump. Let's just support the good when we got it. If he did one good thing and he touched one child, let's accept that for that. But do you really kind of narrow it down to being a Memphis thing? Do you? I'm sure other cities kind of do that. But do you really kind of narrow it down to a Memphis thing? Yes, because this is a Hayden-ass city. Yes, they don't <laughs> like to see um, somebody make it, you mm-hmm. know. And that's just the truth. That's the truth, the truth, the truth. I don't know where it comes from. Wow. Do you think it comes from maybe some of the racial tensions we've had a long time ago and we really never kind of overcome those things or grown from those things? We can't. I mean, you know, I've lived in Atlanta and they embrace each other. They show a lot of love. There's a lot of black power movement in Atlanta. There's a lot of successful black people. I Mm -hmm. mean, if you live in the city, you're not going to see any. Anybody but us there running the city. And I mm-hmm. mean running the city from the mayor down. And we'll put somebody else on. And we'll put somebody else on. They're, they will help you, um, show you the way. But here it's all about basically if a person is doing good or they 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 seem to appear ahead of, ahead of someone else, they got a problem. They think it's bad. And so that mentality, and I deal with it in my own family, they mm-hmm. think it's bad where you acting white. You think you better than everybody. You know, I didn't start to kind of question them. What's wrong with your self-esteem that you don't want better for yourself? Right. I mean, and that's just their mentality. I'm not about to do what the, I'm not about to go work for no white man and this and that. Well, guess what? You taking the white man food stamps every month. <laughs> I mean, 
and he only giving you a hundred fifty dollars a month per child. I'm mm-hmm. I don't know what they get, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's just that mentality that I hate, and it has just I am sick of it. I, it How I can people, we get over this? It really kind of makes me think about a lot of the artist showcases that I've hosted over the years. I want to say over a decade now, and a lot of the artists tell me when I interview them, they're like. Ina, I do a lot of shows on the road because when I'm in Memphis, I can't get any support. And, you know, people expect support in different forms from their friends, from the people in their industry, the people in their family. But they're not getting it. But guess what? They're getting it in other cities such as Atlanta, such as Houston. What do we expect everybody else? I mean, it's crazy because everybody always have said or rooted for him when he was the underdog. Mm -hmm. I've never had anybody or heard them talk anything negative about this man mm-hmm. until they put him on a billboard really representing the school he graduated from but i feel some kind of way i mean they were on they i mean that's what i heard for the past two or three days after that happened but these are the same people that don't get involved they don't volunteer they're not working or trying to help a youth if they don't have children they're not doing anything in the community. So when I hear people talk about that, and you know the volunteer work that I do, mm-hmm. I never talk about it because I'm not doing it for show. I'm doing it because that's what I care about. But for you all to sit and talk about, well, why can't we have our children inspired to be something else? If you ain't nothing, how you going to criticize somebody that is mm-hmm. something? Mm-hmm. You inspire your own children. Where And one person on my Facebook page, I'm not going to call his name, but he was like, is that what you want your son to aspire to be and you know what i told him what did you tell him my conversation with my 13 year old son is you can do whatever you want to do let's talk about how you want to live how much money you want to make but at the end of the day if you follow your dream and you break the law on the way you're going to jail okay i just think we just we kind of get hung into we stereotype each other so how can we get over that i think we the everybody my age is a it's a wrap for them Ain't no help for them. They build a beddest. Everybody your age and up. <laughs> My age and up. We can, <laughs> it's we can, over. We can squash it. Don't say that, <laughs> Tiffany. It's not over. Ain't no hope for them. But I think we can start by teaching the children, you know, I think jealousy, that gene, I think parents teach their kids that. I teach my son to embrace who's doing whatever. Or if you want to know how to do something and somebody doing something that you want to do, ask them to show you. Mm-hmm. Don't sit back and be like, you know, get an attitude and get mad because that's what people do. And they'll just be mad at you. You don't even know what they mad at you for. That's crazy. I don't lost a lot of friends. Me too. I don't lost a lot of family members. But guess what? I'm going to keep doing what I want to do because you, you got to live your life for you. But I, I mean, we need to pray for them. But I, I don't know how to get rid of it other than mm-hmm. to tell them, like I have clearly stated, what about your self-esteem that you don't value yourself to think? Okay, I deserve better or I can have better. And I think part of it is they want better. They just too lazy to go get it. Children need to see images of all different occupations. Everybody not going to be a doctor. Everybody not going to be a lawyer. I mean, there are different occupations and they make six figures that people would never think. Millions of other occupations. That people would never think to do. But I Mm -hmm. think we just talk about those occupations. I mean, you and I both have done career days to talk to them about different levels of an organization in the different careers that are within those organizations. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Hey, 
rapping is not one but why do we have to tear the man down because he chose to be a rapper i think he's doing great and he's not only a rapper he's an entrepreneur mm-hmm. he's a real estate owner this man is making that money you know what i'm saying he has capitalized on the opportunities that he's had so I, I just thought that and when i really found out the root of the issue wasn't even that serious i just like oh my god this is really what people think but they think that they never research anything. No, you they know, like Donald Trump like to say, fake news. He fake news, too. <laughs> he fake news, too. <laughs> They're working for Trump because he had to be to get on social media without And guess what? At nothing. The, at the end of the day, we talking about Yo Gotti more. It's, at the end of the day, you know how they say all publicity <laughs> is good publicity. Everybody's talking about Yo Gotti. I want to send a, a shout out to Yo Gotti real quick. What's up, Gotti? He probably in Dubai right now doing a show. Right, making money while they here typing on a Android is about to be turned off. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you this, Tiffany. You mentioned some of the volunteer work that you do. We've both done career days at colleges, at high schools. You know, what do you see right now is going on with our youth as far as what they're into? how we can engage with them better, things of that nature. Because we both have sons about the same age. Dallas is 12, and your baby is 13. So, you know, what DJ talking about these days? What are these kids into? (laughs) DJ openly talks to you about girls? DJ got a girl. He got a girlfriend? Yeah, and I try to, you know, my baby is not a baby anymore and i'm coming to grips with that but what He's i so but part of what i'm trying to do with him is teach him how to date mm-hmm. and i think a lot of african americans don't teach their children how to date mm-hmm. because we shun them for it mm-hmm. so what we have what i have decided to do as a parent that my parent was like nah don't call her uh i mean you know mm-hmm. everybody snuck and called each other but you right. know i had to wait till i was 16 15 before i could go out but what I'm doing with him that's different from the way my mom did it, I don't want him to sneak and do anything. And I feel like I need to teach him how to date me and, you know, Pierre. Trying how you to teach should court him a young lady. How you should court her and become her friend. Mm-hmm. So we've invited her to the Grizzlies game. Oh, it's serious. So she sat next to me, DJD and Pierre. These I mean, 13-year-olds. Correct. Um, her mom has invited DJ. Shout out to Tanasia. <laughs> Shout that's out, her mommy. Name. But um, DJ has gone to her house and hung out with her grandmother, her, her siblings, and her in a family environment. So like, this is all supervised. Everything is supervised. They're never alone. Um, mm-hmm. Me and the mom have become friends. And so there are times when they're working on different homework assignments. We let them talk and call each other and mm-hmm. say, okay, what you got, this and that. So if as far as that goes, mm-hmm. that's my approach to him dating. So you never had a problem with DJ you know, not wanting to talk to you about girls because that's what I'm going through with Dallas. I know them little girls liking him, and I know he liking somebody. Dallas won't tell me and his daddy nothing. He's like, "Um, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm like, you got a girlfriend? No. You like somebody? No. But he did say, Mom, you don't understand. These girls are weird. I'm like, what do you mean weird? They just, they not talking about nothing, Mama. I said, well, maybe he just... You know, not interested in that way with the young lady, you know, that he's around. Just give him a few months. Probably like next week. What you think? Give him a few months. I can wait. I can wait. But you know what? DJ was the same way. He was like, always in my face. Always hitting me. See, that's what I'm going through. But that changed this year. Like, 
I think she cute. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. And he's open about it. Well, I try to engage in conversation with him about it mm-hmm. because I want to know that we are telling him the right way and he not picking up the wrong way from his friends or watch TV and I saw this on. No, that's not the right way. Like I've talked to him about sexting. You can go to jail. Mm-hmm. You can. Um, do you randomly monitor his phone? Absolutely. We, we do phone check. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just randomly pick yeah, up the it phone. It need to be random. I read text messages. Mm-hmm. I, I have his. Does he uh, do a lot of texting? Yes. I have his Snapchat on my phone. I made him <laughs> put the app monitor, on my monitor. phone. Um, on his Facebook, I sent. I took his phone and sent all of the family members' friend requests. So he's being monitored mm-hmm. Um, as far as. I mean, ain't no secrets in my house. There ain't no closing no doors. Ain't no hide nothing. And I try to encourage him to be open with me because if you got a problem, I cannot help you if I find out after you done made the mistake. Because this, you know, that's just, I mean, right now you, you're making a kid mistake. I can mm-hmm. discipline you. The school can discipline you. But if you keep, you know, I'm trying to teach him not to practice bad behavior when mm-hmm. it comes to young ladies because we got boys. They can go to jail. Exactly. If they go over a young lady house and the dad ain't there, they could be killed. Right. They could be shot dead. There's nothing we can do. That quick. And you know what? It just seems like versus when you and I grew up at that age, you know, we were pursued by the boys. Now I'm hearing it's quite the opposite. <laughs> I, I'm hearing these young gals out here. They like cats in heat. <laughs> what is going on? Like, how do you think that dynamic has changed across generations like that? Um, I think it's the parents are younger. Well, one, the parents are young. And look at how the women carry themselves now. Mm. They don't wear panty girdles. They wear club clothes everywhere they go, to the school, to the grocery store, to the bank. I mean, they wearing stiletto heels like they're going to strip. Young girls. I mean, we had an intern, you remember? We had mm-hmm, talked to her about, mm-hmm. you know, what's working tired, what's not working tired. Mm-hmm. They don't get it. And it seemed like she had listened to us. I think she did. And I think, you know, after being fired a few times for unprofessionalism, I think a person will pick up on it. Mm-hmm. But these these women, and, and I'm going to say this, women and men, because it's not just on the woman. But if you, if you need to be a mother to your children, even if you don't do right, even if I don't eat right, I want to encourage my son to eat right. And I just think parents don't do that. They allow all this poor behavior. They let them, I mean, of course, I let DJ listen to certain rap music. Mm-hmm. But I have to have a conversation with him. If you do the things in their rap music, you going to jail. It's not right to do. Now, you can listen to it, but don't let it consume you. We have to communicate with these kids uh, off top. It, it's no more. I'm not going to talk to him about that yet, just yet. Even if you see the signs, you have to start early with these kids because it's just their generation is different. Even my four-year-old going to have a different conversation than my 12-year-old. Uh, <laughs> Lord, help me. <laughs> Eli is the boss of the place. Eli runs the show. But, yeah, we have to keep that open communication with these kids. Now, let's jump into the Grammys. The Mm -hmm. Grammys. I know you probably had your favorites. Some of your favorites might not have won an award. Did you have a favorite artist that did not win? Uh, That didn't win? That didn't win. No, I was I was rooting for Bruno Mars. All so night. you was yeah. Team Bruno all day. And you know that was our first dance. Song. Yes, yes. Like, you, it was sure <laughs> it was. was. Me too. <laughs> he 
was ready. Was like, he's so- Did you see how many <laughs> awards he received? I he mean, deserved. he raked up. But you know what? A lot of people were tripping, talking about. I mean, I wasn't tripping that Bruno won an award. I just wanted Jay-Z to win one award. I was like, please give this one a hold. He won an award for that hairdo. <laughs> for the hairdo. Oh, my God. I mean, the man was nominated for eight awards. He was honored the night before the award show at the Clive Davis, you know, big party. Him and his wife, of course, Beyonce. And to sit in that front row and not get any awards. He should, well, you know that what they say in statistics on the bell curve. He on that back end of the bell curve. He boycotted the Grammys, though. Like, he was like, I'm not going to the Grammys. I'm not doing anything Grammy related. And they probably got his ass back. And I... I can imagine that they said, okay, we gonna somebody show his nominated ass. him, but the committee that select who and what, mm-hmm. they, yeah, you now you know they did. You know they probably like, okay, you know how black balling go. Uh, yes, I do. Oh, we're not going to tell you that you can't come because we don't want you to make a scene out mm-hmm. of it. But when you get there, don't worry about getting up at your seat till it's time to He go. didn't have to get out the seat one time, but maybe the disciplined Blue Ivy. You saw Blue Ivy sit between it. It looked like Beyonce was like, sit your ass down, the girl. First of all, why you bring your child to an award show You know they're like going to bring Blue not- Ivy. DJ Khaled bring a side everywhere. They're going to bring Blue Ivy I now. I mean, a side baby. You know, Blue Ivy up. <laughs> She told her mom and daddy, she she put her hand up and made them stop clapping for her. Like, no, don't clap. I would have said, if you don't put your And hand I was like, down. if that ain't Eli, that's Eli. <laughs> I think they probably felt embarrassed, but I mean, people with children understand, so we not judging. Right. However, I understand. I'm not going to take my, how old is Blue? Blue about what? She like about five or six. I'm not about to take no five or six year old to a show like that. Because Baby they're not row. going to be still and maybe they should have had their nanny in the wing somewhere like come get her <laughs> the nanny probably was but you know and jay looked like he let beyonce handle everything he was like looking at b like you better get her well guess what you can't control your kids i learned that lesson because i used to tell my cousin about her child make him do this and make him do that wife throwing his food and now i got my own child see you know they gonna they have their own personality they gonna do whatever they want to do each and every one of them i used to think that eli would be just like dallas you know easy street god didn't show me so you. god show me so <laughs> he you ain't him. he's his daddy what do you mean like gonna be like this on the playground. Uh uh uh. All right. So right now I'm gonna switch gears a bit. How do you feel about our economy right now with President Trump? You know, he just did a State of the Union address, and I, I gotta admit he was well rehearsed on this one this time. He didn't he didn't go off the script this time. But that's all I'm gonna give him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, yeah. that's all I'm gonna mm-hmm. give him for being well rehearsed. Well, you know, I I feel like he don't have any integrity because he took credit for Obama's. Everything that we see, the you know, the lacking in years is from Obama. This year is not a representation of Trump. Right. As far as the economy. And for the next four to eight years, it's not going to be a representation of Trump because we're still seeing the effects from Obama's game. I think people who are intelligent enough to know um, how it goes mm-hmm. know just like the recession. It wasn't Obama. That was Bush. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But they gave it all the blame to Obama. Right. Uh, Trump, a snake like what he is, 
He's a snake red dog. And he told you that on the campaign, <laughs> he though. Told y'all but it's not all Trump. It take a team to to for all of these changes. He's to, just a figurehead. Yeah, he's just a figurehead. However, not think, a good uh, example of one, though. I wish he, you know, you how you say if somebody worked with you, you want them gone. You like, man, I hope they win the lottery. <laughs> like, just <laughs> get away. I hope he go to Dubai and don't never come back. Not likely. Just, I hope he just fall in love with the landscape and he say, you know what? I ain't coming back no more. That's this, what I hope. This, this rich man, this wealthy man from generational wealth has been everywhere in the world. I think that he loves getting his ego stroked. And it just so happens being the president of the United States is the biggest ego stroke of them all. But did you hear about Trump and this porn star? Um, when he was campaigning for president, there's a lady named Stormy Daniels. She met Trump a while back at like a golf tournament. So she was there selling sex toys. And so Trump stopped by, hollered at her. They had sex. So she's coming out with the story now about it. But of course, you know, she's lawyered up. I think the the day of the State of the Union address mm-hmm. that morning. How about a big old TMZ article come out talking about um, Stormy Daniels has taken back what she said. She never had sex oh, with so Trump. He didn't threaten her. He didn't offer her some money. Well, he he offered her $130,000 to hush during the campaign, which I guess she went away for a second. But 130000 Girl, you could have got way you more than that. You could have got so $1.3 I think he might have, like, cut the check. I would have said, you need to give me a hundred mil. I'll be quiet. But if Obama did this mess. Ah. Oh. He's as well as impeached. Let's talk about what Trump did to Obama. Let's talk about it. First, you said this man wasn't a U.S. citizen. How do you know that? You had no proof or nothing, but you put it out there that he wasn't a U.S. citizen. Then you want to see his birth certificate. Why? You don't need to see his birth certificate. The people who hire him. You ain't the Bureau of Statistics, fool. Thank you. Okay. But you talking about all these immigrants. You want to send them home, Girl, deport these people? This what about is, your wife? She the main <laughs> immigrant number one. She the first lady immigrant. But girl, this is hurting my she heart to see too. these people. She oh my God. Girl, I watched a story uh, on CBS Evening News and it, and it was like a, a teacher that was facing deportation. She was from Mexico and she taught in the U.S. For, she's been teaching for years. The kids really love her. So th- the whole interview was about her and her students and the students were a diverse group of kids uh, consistent of whites, blacks, Latino. And she said that her class was like a safe space for them to talk about how they feel about all of these deportation girl, every Latino kid that was in that circle, all of their dads were deported and, and they were just crying and was like, they can't believe it. And now their teacher is facing deportation. So it was just a tearjerker. Like how you going to break these families up? Trump. Is it, is it, you're so adamant about getting these people out of the country. That is horrible. I think part of being a leader is having that social side. You just can't dictate. He don't have no heart. Um, run the, I mean, don't get me wrong. There is a business piece that goes around the country, mm-hmm. but there is a people piece, and that comes with the heart. And if you don't have a heart, you're not going to be good at the people piece. No. So that's what he's shown us. He's not going to be good at uh, making those type of decisions. I understand they should come over the correct way, but if you're here and you have made a life here and you haven't, you know, 
have any felony charges as far as mm-hmm. uh, murder or rape or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not let them give them the opportunity to stay and then say, from this point on, we're not going to do this anymore. Right. I can see that. Right. But just to tell, I've been here 20 years and now I got the. Now you, you have telling to me go? to go home. I'm like, this is my this, home. Oh, girl, it's so heartbreaking. But I do agree with you. I, I don't think that people should come into this country um, that that don't fit the bill because we've had a lot of terrorist attacks. So, I mean, but this is something that the government should have put in place but this a thing. long time ago. He's an immigrant. He's not American Indian. He's an immigrant. So mm-hmm. who are we to tell? Here's the real kicker. They bought us over. We didn't even next to come. Right. You understand? And then when we got here, we couldn't leave. Now you want to kick out other minorities. Right. He, which I don't really think he understands that he's a minority also. I know they don't like to think of themselves as minorities. They think of themselves as the majority. they are American Indians, they are minorities. They migrated here from Europe or Ireland mm-hmm. or Spain or whatever. He's a minority, too, and people get it wrong. And that just goes to show you he does not know his history because he would think of himself as an immigrant. You are. You're not native. Your ancestors were not native to this land. And the kicker is demographics have changed. Whites are no longer the majority. Latinos are the majority. Hence, the new immigration rules. So he need to get his butt over there. And are we deporting Melania? Uh, Melania need to go first because she being abused anyway. And I what are we going to do with Baron? Send him with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Kids got to go with their mom. <laughs> I mean, the whole family crooked down to the, the two sons, girl. the son-in-law, I, Ivanka. I love her, but girl, bye. Ivanka abused too. I think uh, they have oh. been bought. It's a difference when somebody loves you like Michelle. She shows genuine affection for Barack. He love his daughter. He shows genuine affection for her. Uh, Trump wife looked like stark scared. Like, what do Just, I do next? Like, if I if I turn this way, he might say something to me later tonight. You know, she looks like she's, you know, basically. I'm like, is it the Botox or? I think she's scared because if she does something wrong, especially after she read that uh, about the, the Obama speech, <laughs> right? But like, but but you know what? At the state of the union address, she did not arrive with him, and they made a big deal about. It. They said. Every first lady arrives with the president of the United States. But all the shit broke out about the Stormy Daniels porn star affair. And people were saying, oh, so she must be mad at hubby. So all this extra that he was talking about, Clinton and Hillary, he's no better than Bill. No, there he's not. My, there, there goes my point. He He's sinful, too. But I just think that I really don't think the lady with him. I think that when he's a business arrangement, I, absolutely. He wanted a kid by a cute lady. What was the I business think he arrangement? Wanted a kid. She I wanted think citizenship. He, when he wanted to run for president, he had to have a wife. He'd been married you know to Melania for a while. But Melania probably never saw him, even though they were married. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? He's probably gone. Who want to like, be next to that? She probably like, he gone. He's sending them checks every week. I'm right. Straight. She's straight. <laughs> she's sleeping with the pool boy. Who, right. Whoever. We don't know what she, but he ain't, but he's, he's never there with her. But he's never there with her now. They mm-hmm. living in, has she moved in the White House yet? She has. Has he moved in the White House yet? Uh, they they at Mar-Lago. You know, they, they hang out in Mar-Lago at his resort. He probably don't want to stay there because, you know, he feels some kind of way. You know what? He probably getting so many women now. He probably getting pounds Girl, of it. Who want dog face? Who want that face?
<laughs> you know what we say that we we wouldn't, but these money you, hungry women. So I got a question. Power if hungry. you were single, would you sleep with Trump? No, hell to the no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> what if he say, Tiffany, could you come to my Marlago room 35G and install my hairpiece? He say, Tiffany, I give you a million right now. I'm like, I got a little young cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Tiffany! I tell her, you hey, look, I gotta put you up on something, but we got split the <laughs> This has been so much fun. Thank you, Tiffany, for being my guest on episode five, verbally effective. Another one for the books. Make sure you're listening next Monday for the next upload. Just bees and things and flowers. 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 My life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine.